Hey everyone, this is Dudes Rippin' Brews on today's podcast. We talked about our event that we just held a couple weekends ago called Epic Beer Share. We had some amazing beers. We recap our favorites. What? What? <laughs> what? What? Because we were talking about poop joints, I just Google searched poop joints. Okay. And Urban Dictionary says the tightly rolled the tightly rolled toilet paper that forms when wiping your butt after taking a poop often stuck in the hairs. And the sentence says, "My coworker always leaves stained poop joints on the floor in the restroom." All right, well, so that is another topic. That's why I was laughing because that's exactly where you guys see it. Right. We call it poop joints. All right, well, that's unless enough. one of you guys are the ones that put that on Urban Dictionary. No, no, did not. Wait a second. I think I have a theory. So that says the poop joints get stuck in the bee hole hair. Mm-hmm. What if you, you know, you're done with your business, you have a couple joints in your bee hole hair, you pull your pants up, and then you walk out of the stall, and then all that movement. They just shimmy, it just shimmies yeah, out the bottom? Yeah, it just goes out your leg. I don't Oof. know. That, that's got to get through, unless you're yeah, not wearing underwear, get... I don't think that's happening. I think that's well, getting caught I mean, up in your underwear. I, mean, I, mean, I have some They're savages. I, mean. I don't know if that can, that's a, that's a lot of right. fabric. Long, long journey. I don't yeah, think it's that absurd. Pass the socks? If, if, you, if you are actually. <laughs> what, what are you, tucking your pants in your socks? It's got a, it's a ledge, though. I mean, look at that oh, ledge. Oh, God. But if it's, if, it's, it's, if it's here, it'll just fall past nah, the socks. Nah, these sickos are wearing What about the shoe? They're wearing boot cut. Do you tie your shoes tight? What if it lands in a shoe? I don't know. Maybe it does land in the shoe. We did, we never see those. But how else do you explain the one by the by the fucking? Do you uh, imagine they're like kicking their the... leg out, like <laughs> like getting those poop joints out? <laughs> oh All right. Anyway, let's get back to the topic at hand. Yeah. We talked about epic beer share. We talked about obviously poop joints because that's what Jim was laughing about. Uh, Marius just went to Toronto. He talks about a couple breweries he went to. We had an amazing beer from there. Um, me, Tim, I'm about to brew a new style that I've never brewed before, and we drank a classic example of the style. New styles. Ooh. Uh, anything else? Uh, yeah, we talked about Ballast Point and, Ooh, yeah. and their uh, recent buyout by a surprise company, I would say. Which I think we're all excited about. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, also, we had our friend Putty Pants, who used to be a frequent email to the, emailer to the show. He joined the podcast today. He joined the podcast. I'm here. Joint. Yeah. <laughs> the podcast. All right. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stupid. You did? <laughs> hey, this is Dudes Ripping Brews. Uh, we haven't done a podcast in a while. It's What's good up? to be back. It is good to be back. Uh, my name is Tim. Marius is here. Out of town guy checking in. What up, everybody? Uh, Jim is here. Cushy guy. Hey, what's up? And we have a very special guest. The specialist. Um, should we introduce you by your real name or your persona? Persona. Uh, That's fine. The one and only, Mr. Putty Pants is in the studio. Yeah, Hello. Putty. Thank you. Thanks for having me. What up, Putty? <laughs> what up? So. In the, <clears throat> in the flesh. If you haven't listened to our back catalog of podcasts, um, 
Putty Pants uh, was a, a frequent writer in to the email box, and uh, he had some very bizarre um, requests or questions for us. Yeah, all we did um, was we sent out our email, our email address. And this guy started asking us questions about poop and underwear yeah. and... Well, to be fair, we did talk about poop, about poop quite a bit before he did that. But, uh, yeah, he, he, it, they were very um, bizarre poop questions. Like, yeah, yeah, like one time you pooped on your foot or something? They were legit questions. <laughs> um, he also asked us if we had to poop in the shower, if we would rather poop in the shower or jump out. Uh, stopping wet and poop in the toilet, and then mash it into the drain with your foot. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what's so weird about. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to have you in the yeah. studio. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Um, <clears throat> so, right at the top, I'd like to talk about uh, an event we had just last weekend. Um, we call it Epic Beer Share. This is the third annual, and um, it was epic. Dare I say the best one we've had so far? I would agree with that. Uh, epic is a, a damn good word to use to describe it because um, we were just talking about it before we started. It is definitely the rarest collection of beers that any of us have been around. Um, but I will also say some of these rare beers actually lived up to the hype and maybe even exceeded the hype in some of these cases, mm-hmm. which isn't always the case. So, yeah, very I mean, awesome. Would you expect a lot out of beer? I'd say more more often than not, it, it kind of lets you down because you're like, oh, I can't wait to try this super awesome beer. And it's very good, but not, maybe not quite as awesome. Um, but there are some beers that were that awesome. Would yeah. you say blew your socks off? Yeah. My, yeah, my socks <laughs> put a hole through Dan's wall. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, it was my only second time at the Epic Beer Share, and I'd tell you it was incredible. Yeah, so... <clears throat> What I love about this event is we all really try to one-up each other, I think. Mm-hmm. And I I don't even know how to describe it, but like I'm saving beers for months before this thing. And I think going in, dude, I'm going to win this event. Like I'm bringing all the best shit. Should we start? Was there a winner? Should we I didn't start know. doing that? No. Well, we already a vote. Vote for fan favorites. I, well, I think we should have like a belt or something that someone can keep in the house until next year. That might yeah. be good. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. I'm not opposed to doing that next year. I'll, I'd like to say I'll that participate I, since I win everything. <laughs> I, I'd like to say that I would be nominated for that this year. All right, so yeah, you'd probably <clears throat> get my vote, Jim. Yeah. I would say this going into the event, I did know one of your beers. It was right. the the rarest one, mm-hmm. but I actually forgot that you were bringing that, and I went in with my head real high like i thought dude i'm fucking winning this event i got the best shit now i had nothing to be embarrassed about the beers that i brought were quite delicious but i think you definitely won hell yeah i think you definitely won yeah i mean they're they're really fucking good i really don't think there's a dispute and uh, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, landslide Victor here. Yeah, uh, Jim, if you want to take a bow, go ahead. Thank you, thank is, you. You don't win yeah. very much. Yeah, right. Um, the the worst part about it is, <laughs> besides Jim Wing, uh, the worst part about it is that I made fun of one of your beers and it ended up being really good. Which one? <laughs> I brought Jackie O's Black Maple. Oh yeah. And I bought it at Heinen's. It right. was like I don't know, which is a local grocery store <laughs> right. if you're not from Cleveland. But they have a good beer selection there, and they have a lot of individual bottles. And I told Marius what I was bringing, and uh, I told him I got it at Heinen's, and he's like, 
this is epic beer share, Jim, not Heinen's beer share. <laughs> Real snotty. Yeah. And it ended up being really good, and some of the people there knew what it was, and it's really hard to find it. Right, so, super rare, actually. Face on you, buddy. Not for Heinen's, it's not hard. Anyway, it was very good. It was probably my top five, actually, um, of the whole night. I yeah. What, what was that? It was Black Maple. Black Maple from uh, uh, Jackie O's. From Jackie O's. That was really good. Yeah, but I was honestly at that point so drunk that I don't remember it that much. To be honest, you know what's <laughs> yeah, funny? <laughs> Volume wise, I don't think that any of us had more than about thirty six ounces. I don't think I was that drunk. At nah, all. Maybe more. Than I remember that. a lot of. I remember most of it too. But it was also over like I don't know how many hours. Right, but every beer we had was like 12% yeah. plus. Yeah. Most w- of them were like 15. I wonder what the lowest ABV beer we had was. Probably we, 10. Well, we no, there were a couple of... The, some of the sour beers were probably yeah, less. True. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway, do you always want to run through some of your favorites? Uh, sure. Um, How about let's ask the guest of the podcast what his favorites were. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Oh, God, I have to go through my phone and research all of them. I mean, obviously, the number one, my favorite was Marshmallow Angie. Yeah, so... Jim, do you want to explain how you got your hands on that? Yeah, so Marshmallow Hanji is one of the top, I think it's like number two best beer in the world right now. Um, the only, it's very rare, and the only way to get it is to go to Dark Lord Day, which is an event held by Three Floyds Brewery once a year. And with your admittance fee, which is 200 bucks, you're guaranteed four bottles of Dark Lord, and one bottle of Dark Lord variant. Now, there's maybe like 10,000 people that go to this event, and there's only 1,300 bottles of Marshmallow Hanji, and it's completely random which one you get, like which variant you get. So just in general, it's about 1 in 10 chance you get Marshmallow Hanji. And on the uh, online markets and Craigslist and things like that, you can find Marshmallow Hanji, but you're generally going to pay over $500 for one bottle of it. Yeah. It's insane. But it's, and I was firsthand witnessed. Cozy was at this event as well, and he got one. Somebody offered him $300 on the spot, and he took it. He should have said four. No, I actually, <laughs> to be honest, if somebody offered me $300 right on the spot with cash, I probably would have taken it too. Yeah. Really? I think even so. The, even though you know you can get 500 I think I would have because it would take all the ass ache out of finding a buyer. Yeah, I know, yeah. but that's also $200. So. But in hindsight... I'm really happy I didn't sell it. Yeah, I am too. too. Yeah. Because because even if I got one again next year, if I went, I still don't know if I'd sell it. It was so good. It and was also, you didn't, like, it's not like you paid 500 for it. Exactly. You know? exactly. So, and I still have four bottles of Dark Lord on top of it. Yeah. So, and I had a lot of fun at the event. So, ultimately, I'm not out $500. I could have pocketed 500 but um, Opportunity cost. It was... I honestly, like Tim mentioned, you usually or maybe it was Marius. A lot of times when you find a beer that is so highly rated and so highly talked about, and you try it for the first time, you're disappointed. And I could promise you that this beer, I was not disappointed at all because this was maybe the best beer I've ever had. Yeah, in my I life. would actually say Absolutely. that it exceeded my yeah, expectations. Yeah. And keep in mind, we're trying a ton of awesome beers alongside of it, and I think it. Uh, it, it it was better than all of them. I would agree. Uh, or almost all of them, you know. But I also uh, really, really like this year's uh, Bourbon County, specifically mm-hmm. the variants that we had. The Reserve. 
Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That so was I was, really was going to say, I mean, you were asking for your favorites. Uh, I think Marshmallow Hanji was in there. That one, the reserve Bourbon County was fucking fantastic. That yeah, was I awesome. Loved that. And then the one, the one that Sean brought from uh, Wicked Weed, which you guys might yeah. know better oh what it was. God. The that French was, toast. Yeah. Yeah. That was that, what, I was just about to say that. That was my second yeah. favorite. That, that was really good because that was unexpected. I didn't know anything about it. Same. So. We didn't either. And actually, it pisses me off because that was one of the cheaper bottles that they had at Wicked Weed. I think it was yeah. like eight bucks or something. Yeah. And I didn't buy it because I just thought like it was a normal stout. I didn't know how good it was. I would have bought like four or five bottles of that if I would have known. Yeah, sure. they had cases of it in their gift shop for to-go beers. They had cases of it. We could have just grabbed a whole case if we wanted to. Like there was no limits or anything like that. You just what whoever wants to buy it. Yeah, that shit was awesome. But I, were, so so one you guys didn't mention that I also really loved and and maybe I'm biased because I brought it, but that yeah. barrel aged Chacao from Listerman that was hazelnut. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was. That yeah, was I, I barely remember that. Well, that was early in the yeah, night that, that we had early. that one. Yeah. It was like yeah, the second yeah, or third yeah. beer that was yeah. opened. But I really, really loved that one. Didn't impact Marius that much. Dude, okay. I, <laughs> how many beers <laughs> do we have? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I will also say we had some damn good sours. We had a good variety yeah. of styles this year, which usually we only have big-ass stouts. Mm-hmm. But uh, we had some good sours. Well, Bart, Bart came through with some, yeah, some nice, rare, unique sours that I don't think we've ever really had a chance to try bart, bart brought some awesome cool uh sours they, they were awesome mm-hmm. like was a, like some of them were aged in wine barrels yeah wine so barrels yep. yeah they, i don't really like sours but they were fantastic oh yeah i don't really like sours but those were fantastic all of them i'm a well, change man <laughs> yeah so uh <laughs> we have fun with epic beer share every year and uh if you're listening you should uh do something like that with your friends because it's a really good time and uh, you know, you can all just impress each other with rare beers and save them up, and yeah, I mean, it's a good, it's a good event and good time. That's that's the see. So so Jim had a super rare bottle that he could have sold for a lot of money, but instead he shared it with us. Which, uh, you know, personally, I'm like hell yeah, because I didn't pay anything for it. <laughs> um, but like that's kind of what what beer's all about, right? Like you share it with your friends, so you, you get a little drunk. We I'll had, say this. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, when I buy rare beers. I never drink them to myself. Right. Like, beer to yeah, me yeah. is sharing yeah. with my friends. Except yeah. Bush. You drink that all Well, the that's time. not rare. <laughs> camo cans. Yeah, I guess, yeah you're, right. you're right. I guess I do drink. I hog those camo cans for myself, dude. One, one funny thing about that night, I don't know if you guys remember this well, but we were at Dan's house, and he just built a bar. And we had so many beer bottles, and they were all really good beers, all <laughs> sitting on the table. And we ordered pizza. And at one point, there were so many bottles of beer on the countertop or on the bar that we actually put the pizza on the floor. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we were eating the pizza, like, opening the boxes of pizza that were sitting on the floor because we didn't move all these empty bottles. I was wondering why you guys did that. I mean, I was I was drunk, and I couldn't put two and two together. <laughs> like, I'll just get the floor pizza. I don't care. But Andy was sitting on the floor eating it. Yeah. yeah. The, and that was, yeah, that was directly before he puked all in Dan's bushes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you guys see... He was eating his piece of pizza in midway through the piece. He threw the piece of pizza on the floor and he just sprinted upstairs. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Yeah. I did not notice that. Halfway through his piece. Literally <laughs> threw it on the floor. Oh, but, but, but shout out to, to Andy because he actually brought some fucking good beer. He did, he did. yeah. Um, that Bourbon County Reserve was his, I'm pretty sure. Also, funny story. So he went outside. To, well, he went upstairs to go puke, and I followed him because I was like, "Is he okay?" Oh yeah, and were, he he were, went he went were upstairs. You the one spying on him, or was yeah, it Bart? Was it was Bart me. Just hit? Okay. It was me. Right. 
So I walked upstairs. I followed him, and he's walking down Dan's hallway, and Dan. He's gonna go puke in the bathroom, but Dan was taking a shit. <laughs> so obviously, Andy's not puking in the toilet. And uh, he didn't he, say puke between well, my legs. No, he so <laughs> so he uh, he's stumbling down Dan's hallway, and Dan hears him, and he opens the door. I can clearly see Dan taking a shit on the toilet. You see bare legs. I saw his legs, and he goes, "Dude, you all right?" And he goes, "I gotta puke." And he's like, "Well, you ain't fucking puking in here." <laughs> so he had to run outside and puke in his front lawn. It was great. Oh, fun. Yeah, I mean, it's not Epic Beer Share without somebody passing out. Right. Last year, and I think this was tradition before we held it, it at Dan's house, uh, Jim typically um, passes out in the crevice between his couch and the wall. <laughs> Usually, while the pizza's mid-delivery. <laughs> that happened once. Yeah. But now I think that the tradition is the, the, host. Host, the host falls host. asleep before everybody else. Mm. Yeah, and Dan did fall asleep. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's common occurrence, though. Yeah, yeah. And I, I remember at the end <laughs> of the night... We might as well not have been drinking. It would have happened anyway. Right. At the end of the night, we all went upstairs. We were getting ready to get in our Uber. We are putting our shoes on. And we walk in the living room, and Andy's sleeping on the floor in a sleeping bag. And we're like, is he dead? Yeah, he looked and like he, a dead body. And he's like this, I'm not dead. <laughs> <laughs> that settles it. So I want to tell you a little bit about this beer that we're drinking right now. Uh, I went to Listerman Brewing Company um, a couple weeks ago for work, and Marius here is a gigantic cat fan. Yeah, big, he loves cats. Big cat guy over here. Can't get enough cats. He loves he loves the puss. Ooh, <laughs> hey, yeah. yeah, can't, so, can't deny that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Listerman's awesome. They make awesome uh, New England IPAs. So they had a beer called National Cat Day, and it had. It had like fifty like really cute kitties on the front of yeah, it. Yeah, just like photoshopped on the label. Yeah. yeah. And the first thing I thought was, I gotta get that and give one to Marius. Hell yeah. So Marius actually brought that to share and we're drinking that right now. It was, um, it was pretty good. What'd you guys think? I liked it. It's not the best I've ever had, but it's good. It's mm-hmm. really solid. Right. Yeah. That looks great. So all right. I just cracked another beer and I purposely brought this because I knew we were talking about Epic Beer Share. And I haven't had this beer in several years. Since we went down there? Yeah, yeah. So this is from Jackie O's. It's called Dark Apparition. And I remember this beer being really good, and it would probably stand up to some of the beers at Epic Beer Share, I think. But I haven't had it in a long time, and I don't, I wanted to see what you guys thought. Does the, is this yeah. in that category? I remember this is the one... This is the one that's really complex, right? That has like walnuts and like cayenne and stuff. No, that, that's that was Oro Negro. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's one okay. of those, yeah. And then this remember is, they had Oro Blanco too. That was really yeah, good. Oro yeah. Blanco is like a one time a year release, I think. Uh, so this is a Russian Imperial Stout. Uh, what's the ABV on that? Like twelve? Uh, let's see. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. But I like they. I like that they can. Mm-hmm. They didn't use to can this. That's true. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that in a can. It was only in the sixteen ounce bottles, and they were typically like ten bucks for one. Right, and this was only. It was two ninety nine for a 12, 12 ounce right. can. This can't is, beat that. This is interesting. Yeah. I get a. This is a, a more like a like a roasty stout than a, mm-hmm. than like a, a bourbon forward. You know, like bourbon barrel aged stout. But I'm getting a little bit of sweetness on the back. Yeah, I mean it's a big beer, obviously, so it's probably got that residual sweetness. Um, what else is in there? Do you, like what yeah, flavors? And... Let me see if I, I didn't read it either beforehand. Sorry. If I remember correctly, I think this is one of my 
first favorites. Really? Yeah. It says uh, dark chocolate, toasted caramel, and rich coffee. Honestly, I taste all three of those things. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's delicious. Uh, Putty, I, yeah, I do like that. Was it, is this your favorite beer? Like one of your favorite first favorite craft beers? Is that what you're saying? No, it's one of my first favorite stouts. Oh, okay. oh. yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you could just leave it over there. I mean, this beer is great. Oh, everything is really good. Jackie O's, they do everything right. I, like, I don't know if I've ever had a beer from them that I didn't like. Actually, I would say everything they make is really good. It's not even that it's you ever would dislike a beer that they have. They're all really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's good. And this is like a no-frills sort of like bigger beer. You know, it's not like loaded with marshmallows right. or, or a ton of booze from the, the, the bourbon barrels and all that stuff. So it's good. It's really good. Um, is it barrel-aged? Uh, I don't know. It's imperial. I don't, yeah, think, I don't so. think it's I think, barrel aged. I don't think it is. Um, so going back to Epic Beer Share, if you guys want to see some of the beers that we had, Ooh, yeah. go to our Instagram at Bruley Boys, and I took pictures of most of the things that we had. I think we, there were a few beers that are missing from there, maybe. Um, but damn, we had a murderer's row of a lineup. Yeah, I dude. mean, it was it was a killer lineup. Hell yeah! <laughs> Did that lineup get prison sentence? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Twenty five to I life. Mean, man. I mean, it, it was at least attempted murder on Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But luckily, he's still alive. So. <laughs> I'm still alive. What did he say? I'm not dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was. Uh, I'm already looking forward to next year's and start collecting now. Like, and, how, how the hell are we going to top that one? I don't think we do, but we can try. Because it's, the only way you're going to beat it is quantity. Because I don't think we're going to have the same quality. No, it's okay. It, it just let's get some good beers. It doesn't have to beat this year's. It's just, let's get some good shit and let's hang out with our friends. Can I, I want to just talk just very briefly and we can lead this into the next segment. But, um, one of my favorite beers that we had last year was, uh, ballast point oh, yeah. victory at sea. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That right. was fantastic. The barrel age victory at sea is dynamite. Yeah, and yeah. and we had really really good beer the year before, and I think that was my favorite one that they had. And the reason I bring it up is we just found out that that company sold to a, a small craft brewery, mm-hmm. so they're not going to be corporate anymore. So I, I don't know if you wanted to take a break or if you wanted to talk about it. Yeah, we should probably take a break. Yeah, let's right? take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about that. And I also want to talk about um, a beer style that I'm about to brew. Okay. I have, I have a homebrew with me as well, Tim, Sweet. if you want to do that. All right. We will be right back. Oh, nice. All right. We're back on Dudes Ripping Brews. Uh, just now I cracked open a beer, <clears throat> and there's a specific reason why I brought this beer. Um, <clears throat> so I've been... What a poor dude. Dude. Oh, God. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, Jim, God. Jim strikes again, baby. <laughs> he, Jim, for those of you that don't know him in person... He pours every beer right down the center of the glass and just lets it foam like just, crazy. Just turns the bottle upside yeah, down. Yeah, like completely. just pours like a complete piece of shit. And he just did it. And then looked away, handed the beer to Putty, and the beer just foamed all the way out of the glass and all over him. <laughs> like he's covered in beer foam right now. It's pretty yeah. foam. In his defense, it is pretty foamy too. Sure. Yeah. You gotta you, Thank okay, you. If you're careful. Did you see mine? That come wasn't out of the on me. That was right. on that boulevard. Okay. Anyway, so <clears throat> I've been uh, itching to start brewing some new styles. And for those of you that listen, know that all of us brew very different styles. I'm typically focused on IPAs, a couple stouts, uh, some sours. And Marius does 
some saisons, some he's he just started doing some sours, does some lagers and and things like that. But I've been really getting into saisons, mm-hmm. and I don't know where this came from, but I've just recently started really enjoying saisons, and I want to brew one. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out what I want my flavor profile to be. And I know that the Boulevard Tank Number 7, which is what I just cracked, is considered like a classic example of the mm-hmm. style. So I wanted to share this with you yeah. guys so we can all taste the classic example and uh, pinpoint some of the notes that maybe I can include on in my beer. Do you uh, Do you like this? I haven't even tried it yet. I've been oh, talking. Nice. All right. yeah. I'd nice. let you know if it didn't all foam all over my pants. Yeah, well... <laughs> How's the foam taste, Jim? Mm. It's a little spicy. Yeah. In the back end, it's a little spicy. Um, Again, mm. I wish I almost wish it was a little bit more spicy. Yeah, I I, I, I think I agree with Marius. I completely agree. It's yeah. it, this is it's solid. This is good. Yeah. But I'm not getting some of the like the what I've been really enjoying with saisons that I've had recently is that super yeasty character, mm. and I'm not getting that here. Um, Jim, you got the bottle. Um, how old is that bottle? Which sucks is I bought a whole six pack. Uh, it doesn't say when it was brewed. It just says enjoy by June 2020. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, Saison's do have a, a decent shelf life to them. Mm-hmm. So this one's probably not that old. It was probably made in June, if I had to guess. Um, it's still pretty good. Yeah. yeah, so that would give it a year? Because it says June 2020. Yeah, probably. I, um. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I like my saisons, uh, just like you. You know, you, you get that yeast character. A lot of times, that spiciness. Um, I, I, I like mine to be light and dry too. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is really clean tasting. It is, yeah. Would you have guessed this was eight and a half percent? No, I don't think so. Yeah, it I, tastes. I, I it does. It, there's no alcohol burn or anything. I think it's really tough to tell because, like the saisons are so dominated by that yeast profile and that's kind of all you get so i so if you haven't listened to the recent podcast marius and i and and when jim went to taste it but marius and i went to little fish which is a brewery in athens and marius brewed a beer that he made on their system and they used a strain of yeast called french saison Mm -hmm. and i think that that strain is what makes me like saisons i don't I, I, i can't say that for sure but that is the flavor profile that I love. Yeah. Well, well you have to brew one with French saison and I will. let us try it. The, yeah, nice, the nice thing is I think uh, almost all of like the, the yeasts that are available to us, all of the big companies make a French saison yeast strain. Mm-hmm. So you can get it from just about anywhere. Yeah. So I saw Omega has one, yep. which the store by us has Omega. So I'm hoping that they have that. Yeah. And that's what Little Fish uses, by the way. Oh, the same exact one? Omega, yeah. Oh, they, great. They use Omega. Now, obviously, um, like the yeast that used in, in my beer was fermented at least once yeah in right. beer so right it was repitched. I could change it a little bit but but still it's it's around there French saison is usually characterized as making beers very dry it, it drops their 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 gravity a lot um, and like most saison yeast you can ferment them pretty hot so um, is there any more of this left yeah can I have that of course that's good so putty what do you think about this do you do you normally like saisons I don't mind them. Uh, it's not typically something I, I go for immediately, but I, I do enjoy this, though. It is refreshing. I still like... I just... um, Yeah, I just don't get that... Uh, 
yeah, I mean, the best way to describe it is what you said, the spiciness. Mm-hmm. But it's still good. <clears throat> I can still Actually, sip on it. What you said, I think, is pretty good. You said refreshing. It's, I kind of agree with that. Which yeah. is not a common way to uh, describe a Saison. Probably not. No, yeah. So I like. So I like the... Like Tim, I am fairly new to the Saison game. Like, it's not usually one that I order when I look at a beer menu. Um, but I really like the one that you had that you made down at Little Fish because it was a tropical uh, Saison, so it was hop-forward Saison. I thought that was really, really tasty. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I don't know, Saisons are so-so. I I like the um, oak-aged Saisons a lot more. Yeah, sure. Those are the ones I really like. I never had one of those. You get a different Hmm. flavor profile out Mm -hmm. of those, right? You get the wood in there and... Uh, yeah, it makes them a little different, and uh, you know, a lot of like the barrel aged sours are saison base. Yeah, bases. Yeah, the the one company that makes really good oak aged saisons that I've had is Little. Fi- uh, sorry, um, Jolly Jolly Pumpkin. They make some incredible barrel aged saisons. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, they they really do. So um, before we took our break, we had talked about Ballast Point shortly. Well, hold on, uh, a second. quickly. Uh, yeah, let's get to that. But but are you gonna make a saison? I am. Yeah. Are you, are you like soon or? Uh yeah. Do you uh, have, do you have a probably recipe? sometime around Christmas break? Okay. So, like, I'm taking some nice. time off yeah. around work. Yeah, so. I definitely want to brew then too. Um, I just I'm trying to nail down a recipe before I just jump into it because. Got one. And I'm also trying to decide if I want to make a full batch or a half batch, and I don't know. This is the the semantics of doing the whole thing. So yeah, so uh, yeah, so you don't have a recipe yet. I'm I'm halfway okay. into building it, and I, I I talked to you about this out the other day, and I I didn't tell you that I was actually building one, but I was looking at like classic examples, like what ingredients do they use, mm-hmm. and some of them use corn. And I didn't know if that was a typical thing. That's not something I usually hear, but you can because these are these are farmhouse beers. So uh, you know, back in the old days in Belgium, they would put whatever they had in it. Right. You know. Um, right. So you, you can. I mean, you could do you could do your own thing. You know, do, right. do that. I I would always encourage you to to do a full batch and split it into two, and you can experiment with stuff. You right. can do your 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 normal one, and then do something weird. Throw some fruit one. in there or throw something. Throw some orange peel. Throw some yeah. hops. Or throw dry some dry hops. hops. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, I probably will do that. It it could it could be a, a cool experiment. So. So, uh, you ready to talk about Ballast Point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What'd you just pop there, really quick? Uh, so this is kind of our homebrew segment. So I, I popped an alt beer that I brewed with uh, Josh. Oh hell yeah! So, I think. For our listeners and and also for Putty here and even a little bit for me, what the hell is an alt beer? Ah, uh, yes. How much time do you have? <laughs> um, so an alt beer is one of a few uh, styles that is a hybrid style. It's like a Kolsch. It's usually fermented with ale yeast, but then it's lagered, so it's kind of like it, it, it kind of walks a fine line between the two two styles. And it looks—it's a lot darker than a Kolsch. Yeah, it's brown. Uh, yeah. So oh. wait, did you say you use ale yeast? Yes. But you lager it. Yes. That's weird. Yeah. Um. So so yeah so so Kolsch is light. Um, alt beer is a little bit dark, maybe a little bit more bitter too. Um, nice and clear. And uh, Alt Beer is from Dusseldorf, and Kolsch is from Cologne. It's like two cities that are not that far apart, but they're like, oh, like these are their two regional beers that they. Oh. Hmm. 
Have you had this before? Mm-mm. No, this is the first taste. First taste. Oh, I, oh, I get some fucking chocolate in there. It's weird. I'm getting chocolate on the nose, but the taste yeah. actually, to me, it almost it? tasted like nothing. That's what I was thinking too. It doesn't no, have a whole lot of flavor. I, I, I can taste a light hint of chocolate too, though. You get you very get, light hint. You get any apple in there? No. Let me rinse my mouth out because I just had I chugged that saison right before okay. I took a sip of that. Yes, yeah, so I don't. I don't know. This is a fun brew because I brew with Josh and we did it on his system. And like apple. we fucked, we fucked a lot of things up, and like we had to like try to like <laughs> not surprised uh, uh, scramble and, and like fix it. Oh wow, Jim, <laughs> throwing shade at Josh yeah. again, yeah. dude. Can you, can you just beat that out, Tim? No, Josh. I hope you're listening. Jim's talking shit again. Just um, kidding, Josh. Didn't refuse but, to listen. I don't know. Like for for all the stuff that went wrong, we we kind of corrected pretty well and and hit our numbers pretty well. All so, right. So I rinsed my mouth out. I'm definitely getting some chocolate. Yeah, I'm not getting apple. It's real light though, okay. like real light. Like the fl- like everything's light. The body's light. The flavor's light. Mm-hmm. It has almost the body of like a regular lager. Yeah, but I am getting some of that chocolate slash caramel taste. Yeah, it's I, just I not know, like I super I prevalent. How super appropriate that is for an alt beer, but whatever. We we made, I don't, we made a beer, and if it's good, it's good I know I don't know shit about alt beer. So if I close my eyes and drank this. It just tastes like a lager, like a yellow lager. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, but I, I'm getting a little caramel or some mm. some addition. I'm definitely, that sip I just took, I definitely taste chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, it's it actually, it actually Josh's idea to use chocolate malt. Now, I don't know how much that contributed to it, but. Yeah. Definitely add some of the color. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, I suggested, hey, let's use this dark colored malt. And he said, hey, let's use chocolate. I'm like, all right, well, fine. Um, so it's pretty yeah, good. I, I like it. Yeah, I like so, it too. So, um, so keep in mind, this just got carbonated. And it's not. It's not really carbonated all the way. I like the carbonation oh, level okay. on it. Okay. Same. I'll probably leave it a few more days, and then I'll put it in the fridge for the lagering phase. Again, I lager in bottles, so uh, it's just just putting the beer in the fridge and waiting a while. <laughs> yeah. Just stick um, them outside at this point. Yeah, yeah. This time of the year. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's just it's just something new that we tried, and you know, to to what you said, Tim. Like, I want to. You know, he's never brewed an alt beer. I've never brewed an alt beer. The one cool thing that we did, and I told you about splitting your badge, uh, we did that because we, we brewed on his system. We brewed almost five gallons, and we, we split that. And I used Kolsch yeast, and he used, like, alt beer yeast. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, I didn't even know there was there. an alt beer yeast. There is, and White Labs makes one. But I'm, I'm like, Josh, like, I know you want to use that, but there's no way the brew shop will have that. <laughs> right, right. Um, and, we, and we got there. <laughs> and they had it. So. You know why? Because Bart doesn't work there anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking Bart. Also, you know, you also know why? Because no one's fucking buying that. Yeah, yeah it's probably two years old. That's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, so Ballast Point. Um, for those of you that aren't like following the beer industry, mm-hmm. um, that used to be one of the biggest craft breweries in the country. It was probably real hot. Top, it was real hot. Top five or ten. I don't know the exact number. But they were like the darlings of the craft beer yeah, industry, yeah, you know, from hot. San Diego, which is the hotbed of craft beer and IPAs and all that stuff. And they have some damn good IPAs. Yeah. And 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 like I think Putty, did you say that the the the, the stout the, the no oh, the that victory. was great. Oh, victory at sea oh, barrel aged yeah. one of the best barrel aged stouts I've had. And it's great because well I like that because you can get it any time. Yeah. Well, yeah, not the barrel aged. Well, yes, no. you can. They they almost always have that, and I honestly think they only have that 
because no one's buying it. Right. It's not that they always release right. it. It's just sitting on the shelf. Right. No. Right. But anyway. It's easy to find. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a <laughs> that might be right? why yeah. they got sold because nobody's buying my shit. I said they were the darling of the, of the craft beer industry. They were bought like two years ago for a billion dollars. Yeah, by Corona. Right. Uh, Constellation Brands, which makes Corona. And uh, so it's been pretty well documented in the news that things just weren't really going that well. And not uh, to mention there's a following in the craft beer, like people that like craft beer. If it's a corporate owned brewery, people like don't want to buy their stuff. We, we told the story, right, of Bell's Points Corporate. On, on I here. think so, but that was quite a while ago. Yeah. So. Uh, me and Cozy and Marius went to Homebrew Con in 2017, which was in Minneapolis. And we're walking down the street, and we're just bullshitting. And we said something about Ballast Point. Yeah, the, ba- the Ballast oh. Point had a had a little booth there. We're like, hey, let's hit it, up the Ballast well, Point. Actually, the, I mean, yes, you're you're 50 percent correct. The, okay. The other 50 percent is we were there for a whole day, and I probably stayed at that booth for like half the day because i kept going to get that one sour the sour sour wench wench, that they had and i kept talking about the sour wench sour wench sour wench i fucking love this beer and we're walking on the sidewalk we're not even in the convention center we're downtown minneapolis and some nerd that was behind us (laughs) uh overheard us talking and he what does he yell Bells points corporate like 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 across like like we were crossing the street and we were almost to the other side and he was on the other side where we were just from and he just screamed it yeah. across the street. Right. So that that is that is what uh, craft beer lovers do to breweries that are bought out by other companies. So anyway, they were bought for a billion dollars two years ago, and they just got resold to a craft brewer. So one, one that I've never even heard of. Yeah, I don't Chicago, think that anybody's I mean, heard yeah. of them. Well, so 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 they got sold to a group of investors. That group of investors also has this small craft brewery, right? Uh, so it's not from the the, the brewery didn't yeah, buy like them. Yeah, like it's not like oh they're like oh let's sell this this mash ton and get enough money to buy Ballast Point. You know, it's not like that. But right, hmm. I so, didn't I, I didn't even know that I like I didn't even know Ballast Point was. Like, I know that they're big, but I didn't know how big they were because Sarah and I went to we went to California. Oh yeah, over the summer and we went to Disneyland. And there was a Ballast Point Brewery in Disneyland. Right, and it blew me away, and I was like, Boy, "What the hell is this doing here?" Right, and but, they have it. They have it in Vegas. You always talk about it, Jim. Right. So I've been to Vegas a bunch of times, and the last time I was there was in like twenty, I don't know, seventeen. Mm-hmm. And when you sit at any table game, blackjack or whatever, uh, server comes around and asks you what you want to drink, and generally they get Bud, Bud Light, Corona, whatever. Mm-hmm. So. You'll ask them what type of craft beer they have, and it's all Ballast Point. They had, they had Ballast Point IPA, and they, which is Sculpin, and they had maybe one or two other ones, but they were the only craft beer that they, only IPA at least that they offered at these table games. So I don't know if they paid the the casinos to be like the exclusive IPA. Yeah, they probably did. Right. I mean, why why wouldn't they have another IPA when IPAs are very popular? Sure, sure, yeah. Anyway, so. They will be, I'm assuming, part of the uh, the Brewers Association again. Right, independent and, craft brewers. And the craft brewers, uh, like they'll have that logo on the can again. Oh, that's, that's wild. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah the, the Craft Brewers Association has a logo on all cans. So that's a kind of cool thing to say 
like if if you um, if you buy a can of beer or a bottle of beer, there's a little logo with an upside down bottle on it that identifies if that brewery is owned independently from Big Beer. Oh, yeah, right there. You see it? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, Putty's holding up that the cat beer can. Let's see. Does Boulevard have it? Yeah. In? I don't. No, they don't have it on theirs. They're, but yeah, they're Brewers actually owned by um, Orval. Well, there you go. That's why it's not on the Boulevard. Who's, who's Orval? They make. They're. I think they're a Belgian beer maker. Oh, here's. But, but I got a like, Wolf's Ridge beer here. Look, it's there. Yeah, it's right there. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yep. But that's like a, a like you're owned by a cool like a cool company, not like Orval's a, cool. A, yeah, yeah, because because they make like fantastic Belgian beers. But yeah. Anyway, today uh, I knew we were going to talk about this on the podcast and. Uh, I saw an article with an estimated sale price because they didn't want to disclose it. It's a private sale because yeah. they were embarrassed. Yeah. Well, guess things, the things figure. Things haven't been going well for Ballast Point, right? Right. And that's why they sold, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, the sales were down. I guess there was tons of issues with management. Like they lost all their executives that were there previously. I don't think the Constellation wanted to invest any money into developing their brands. They wanted to just coast on what they had when these brewers take pride in like developing new beers and and experimenting and I don't think Constellation was allowing to, them to do any of that and like they weren't putting any money towards the barrel age program and shit like that they all probably promised when they when they bought Ballast Point yeah. and so I think that people were pretty pissed off. So I think they shut down some some of their brew pub locations. Right? Too. Are you serious? Right. Yeah. yeah, that's that's. Yeah. Well, they, they had wow. a bunch. Just like yeah. like platform has a bunch. But yeah, I think they they shut some. I think they shut one down this year. And, yeah, yeah. So so to reiterate, they sold for a billion a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have not seen this figure. I'm gonna guess one hundred million. Four hundred sixty-nine million. I saw. Four hundred seventy million. I saw it didn't it didn't quote an exact number. Good, good one, buddy. One dollar. <laughs> didn't one dollar. It didn't quote an exact number, but it said under a hundred billion. A oh hundred million. That's insane. Oh my under a hundred million. That's oh insane. God. They took a bath on that thing. How did? Well, Poor management. I, you know what's even? It's a little crazy to me because. Budweiser Company in Bev, they they've been buying up craft breweries in the last few years, yeah. and they all do really well financially, or so it at least seems. Mm-hmm. Maybe Constellation is just they just don't get it. Maybe they don't understand that, you know, well, you still have to develop new beers to keep people interested, and you have to. It's a challenge. People aren't just buying it because of the name. You have to keep the beer very good. Well, I feel like people also try to get when they do that they try to micromanage things, and then it, absolutely, and, it, and then it turns and just snowballs into everyone just hating the company. Absolutely, if you let them keep rolling the way they're rolling. Well, I think once a big company buys a small brewery, it's an uphill battle. Like you have to go above and beyond to keep the well, customers. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like absolutely, you you got to blow people away to get them to keep coming. Well, yeah, like, to be fair, it, to then, be fair, like, and this yeah. I'm not even like trying to shit talk. How many times have we been to Platform since they got bought? I think once. Me. Yeah, not that many. I think right. I've been there once. I was, yeah. I was and we platform, used to go every week. Every single week. At least once. Maybe twice. And I'm not even trying to shit on them right now. But like seriously, like I have no interest in going. Is it because they got bought out? Or yes. Is, is it, yes. Yes. They haven't changed anything about the place. No. You just don't want to go. Yes. Fair enough. I'm dead. I haven't okay. bought. I haven't gone to the store and bought one single six pack since they got I know, bought. I know they emphasize that they're not. 
they're not changing anything about the company at all. They're going to let them experiment with new brew, like new brews and everything they want to do. That's what that certainly what, seems what, like I, lip I think service. Everybody, but I think that's what everybody says now. And that could still be true, but it's still kind of like some of the magic's gone, man. Right. I guess yeah. that's the I best way to put I, it. I know you the feel. magic it's, feels gone. You know, it, we used to love going there. We used to go there. I feel like every Friday we would go up there and grab one or two or three beers, and uh, we haven't texted each other in months to go do that. It just it just doesn't feel the same. So that's what I'm saying is that these companies need to go above and beyond. Like you almost have to invest more than a normal brewery to get more people, not less. Yeah, and if as, you invest less, you're fucked. As the big name brewer constellation, they should say, "Hey, fans of our beer." We are investing. We're invested in this. We're investing a lot of money and resources into this, and we're we put a billion dollars in, but we're still putting a shitload more to make new beers and and make it better than it already was. I almost feel like no, there's nothing you can say to. No, you have to do it with your with your actions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. I th- I think, yeah. Yeah. To some but, people, they'll never buy Ballast Point again, you know, because they got bought out or or anything like that. And that's like that with like most of these places that got bought out. Though, like the one exception, or maybe a few exceptions, are Goose Island with their Bourbon County. But that's it, though. That's the um, only one that's still good, though. And then, and then you know, Wicked Weed, it still has some like notoriety. But like other other than that, so we went to Wicked Weed um, back in April, and we went to Wicked Weed, and we went to Funkatorium, which is owned by Wicked Weed. Funkatorium was out of this world. Honest to God, probably the coolest brewery I've ever been to. Wicked Weed, I'd be fine if I never went there again. Like hmm. the, Their beer was moderate. There was nothing special about it. I mean, I know that they've traditionally had really good beers, and we've had some in the past, but there was nothing that blew me away. So to me, that says like probably they're not investing a ton of resources into it, but the big brand company, Budweiser is allowing Funkatorium to kind of operate on their own. Sure, yeah. That's at least the impression that I got, because Funkatorium was awesome. That's what they did with Bourbon County, too. Right. Yeah. I, I read a few articles about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah I'm real, real read up. But, <laughs> so, no, it's, it's cool, because, well, like, they, they kind of, they did kind of invent the style. Um, yeah, right. It was the first bourbon barrel-aged beer in the world. Right. What right. Bourbon County was? Yeah. And, they, you know, at the time when they did it, like, there was no style for it. <laughs> right. You know, so, like... They got disqualified from like the Great American Beer Fest or something, but but all of the judges were like, "Where can I get some of this?" Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> got a terrible score, but they wanted more. Yeah, no, yeah, no yeah. they got DQ. Yeah, yeah. they're they like, "Yeah, this isn't any anything that we." Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Hmm. Was that when Goose was still independent? Yeah, this was back in the '90s. So that's crazy. Yeah, a long time ago. So this was even before the brand Kentucky Bourbon Stout. Oh yeah, don't want the horse on it. Yes. Because yes. that one I saw uh, at the store recently, they had a, a, a flyer or a, I don't know, something on the beer. It said 20th anniversary. Oh, yeah. For the, yeah, for yeah. the Kentucky yeah. one. The first yeah. bourbon barrel, Bourbon County, was made in like 92 or something. Gotcha. Almost 30 years ago. And it's still really good. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we, we got a couple bottles of it. and um, We went to the tasting. What yeah, was, that was, was that on? That was on Black Friday, I think. Was that Black? No, no it's the it was, day before yeah. Thanksgiving. We waited in the fucking cold. Yeah, that sucked. But wait, we waited like a half an hour in freezing cold weather to get this beer. We got a, a flight of Bourbon County. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, they were all really good. They were pretty good. Well, so, so with Bell's Point, um, what do you think is going to happen? I don't. 
Um, I don't know if this has ever like really happened before. I don't know what's going to happen, but I will say I'm excited to like drink Ballast Point regularly again. And not, I'm well, not you... saying that I haven't drank Ballast Point over the last couple years, but now I'm like more excited to drink it. Here's a question for you. Do you think we'll be able to get Ballast Point out here? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think they're going to shrink their distribution. I wouldn't imagine that they would. They already have the... F- the, the groundwork is already done for all that distribution. But did Constellation do all that for them? No, no. Ballast Point was distributing here before they were corporate. Yeah. Hmm. So I, I would agree with Tim. I've, I've can, not continuously, but regularly still enjoyed Ballast Point. I don't buy it like a ton, but I still like it. Mm-hmm. I'm not embarrassed to say I like it, even though it is uh, corporate. Um, but I am excited to try it again like more more regularly. Uh, because I know that they are corp- uh, they're not going to be corporate anymore. Be interesting to see if they come out with like new stuff. Oh, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Hopefully, the new owners do exactly what Tim said: go above and beyond and blow everybody away with what they can what they can do now. They only spent, let's say, a hundred million on it. And it's worth, well, it was worth a billion. Hopefully, they invest more into it beyond make what it they worth a billion it again. They might exactly. not have to though. Man, I mean, what you just said now, you're more you're more inclined to buy it now. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I, to, you yeah. know what's what's funny. So let's say they bought it for a hundred. Is it worth two hundred right now? Yeah. Like I think like, it kind of is. Like immediately. Yep. I I think it kind of is. Maybe not a hundred. They're just gonna turn around and sell it back to, <laughs> to AB or one, something. One week later, hundred million dollar profit. <laughs> it's amazing that they didn't. They weren't. They didn't look for bids from AB InBev and Miller Coors. To see if they would offer a higher than a hundred million, it might happen. Yeah. Maybe nobody's biting, dude. I, I mean, it could be. Maybe the constellation just said we're we're done with this brand, and we gotta we gotta get out when we still can. All right, Jim. Um, I think you'll like this. The all right. So so this this group of investors bought it. This group of investors also has a brewery, a microbrewery. Um. But their their shtick is like having golf simulators in their brewery. That's Hell fucking yeah. sweet. I, I figured we you'd talked like that. about doing that. Yeah, yeah. I want I want to go there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should go. It's now like Kings, Kings and Thieves or something yeah. like that. It's called. Anyway, I'm excited to do, to drink them again. Um, we should it, we should rip a brew a Ballast Point brew sometime soon to celebrate. All right, it. sounds great. Let's do it. Oh. I actually had one this past weekend. Oh, yeah. Which one? Grapefruit Skull. Oh, nice. That's a good beer. It was so good. So I had it in Pittsburgh. It was great. That's cool. Uh, anyway, uh, let's take another break, and then we'll come back, and we'll wrap things up. Yeah, we so got I, I heard our guest, Putty, has a yeah. funny story, and this is yeah. the reason that Putty came <laughs> onto this podcast, I can't was wait. to tell this really good story. Yeah, because I, I don't really brew or anything. I'm That's hang, okay. I'm you, just hanging out. You, yeah, you just you talk poop. Beer. It's okay. Yeah. just talk poop. Yeah. Realistically, to be a guest on this podcast, poop. you don't have to be a home brewer. You just have to like beer, and you like to talk about funny shit. So sure. you're, yeah. in, you're on. Well, we like to talk about you, Jim, so. Right, exactly. <laughs> Fucking got him. Good one, Marius. Fucking got his ass, dude. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we'll be right back. Anything? From you guys? Uh, yeah, I, I got a, I got, uh, I got a beer, but yeah, let's. Take a okay, break. we're gonna take a break. Yeah. See ya. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> We're back. 
<laughs> it's a good song, guys. Great song. It brings back some great memories from this late summer of this year. I agree. So, I, agree. Um, I don't know if we did a podcast. Marius thinks that we did, but Marius got married about two months ago, and uh, the DJ that he hired took some liberties with what he played, and this was one of the songs. So Nobody Tim, knew this. So, Tim, I found out that the, he did not take those liberties. This oh. was actually... You... You? Kristen requested this song. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where did she hear yeah. the song at? Did you know the song before? Yeah. Oh, you did. I told. I, I feel like I had this conversation. You with had you it with me. Together. You oh, had it with me for I, sure. I never. This heard song this. is from a Cheetos commercial. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And well, it's it's a song before that, but they used it in a Cheetos commercial. Um, and me and my my friends at Ohio State really liked that commercial. Oh. And like we would always dance like that to that song. <laughs> Yeah. I thought this was made up on the spot. No, You've lied to me this wow. entire time. I really thought that that was like something super unique to your wedding. Wow, I was fooled. Yeah. So I, when the song was on, I loved Marius's dance. Yeah. And so Marius was up on top of a table by himself, and yeah. he was doing this dance where he was swinging his arms behind his body and then forward through his body. Like windmills, like two windmills. Like two windmills, and I loved it. We got videos of it. We were laughing our asses off. So I went up to the DJ, and I said, what song is this? I need to know what song this is. And and the DJ says to me, I have no idea what song this is. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I didn't even know that. I didn't know you talked to Dom. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys had fun. Um, I had fun. Did I tell you how I got up on that table? Like, what do you mean? Like the like how that came to be? No. So so we were dancing on the dance floor, and my uncle was fucking drunk, and he comes, hey, 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 hey you wanna you wanna do something crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's my wedding, so. Um, so he just he goes and like drags the table that we were sitting at, like the bride and groom table just drags it on the dance floor he's like get up there and dance <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah so we got up there and christy got a little scared because it was, it was kind of like wobbling and i stayed up there and it was a single leg table right yep yep <laughs> yeah, one leg, yeah. yeah we were trying to stay leg. as in the middle yeah. as possible yeah uh and then i jumped off on on somebody i forget like crowd was. surfed off yeah. of it <laughs> yeah almost yeah what a night man yeah, yeah. what a well, night cheers well you're next right yeah i i, I think no, no, Nick's next. Oh, Nick is next. Nick, is, Nick yeah, is getting yeah. married uh, next year. But you're on your yeah. way. But I am. What do you Tim mean? took no, the plunge. Well, I didn't take the plunge yet. Wait, well, it's the definition <laughs> of taking the plunge. When you say I do, that's the plunge. That's the plunge? I think so. Wait, I think the plunge is, will you marry me? No, that's th- the plunge. I think, I think the plunge is I do. You still have uh, a way. Yeah, because I mean, everyone you, has a way out still. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's disputed. They're not. Legal, Let's just say that not it's disputed. Bi- you know, binded. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, until until he says I do, right? Yeah. Well, he 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 proposed that she says I do, so he's on his way to taking the plunge. Is that the way we d- the phrase it? Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on he's his a, way. He's a, he's a plunge. He's a. He's got two, the plunger in plunger. his hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. The plunger is in the plumber's uh, hand. I'm on a downward slope towards. He's a, a pl- he's a plunger yeah. elect. So yeah. how about this? The toilet is clogged. Yeah. And he has okay. the plunger in his hand. Yeah. He's like, and he is ready to take that plunge. Yeah. And I think 
that might lead us into our next topic. So, so, what's, <laughs> so yeah, you're using plunge as a toilet topic. I'm talking it as like you're just diving in somewhere, right? So what's the turd going through the? <laughs> God. I think you're using the wrong. The wrong. I think like, Tim uh, in this analogy is the turd. Okay. <laughs> in every analogy, I guess. No, no, dude. You, you just got yourself. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> fucking got him. <laughs> got, got me. Got, fucking yeah. got me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so what this beer that we're drinking right now yeah. is insanely good. I yeah, agree. I like, like it. it. Yeah. I, I, thought, I thought of Tim a lot when I was drinking this because um, he, he likes his raspberry sours. I'm actually blown away by, yeah. by how good this is. It's really... Who would have known that a beer this good could be brewed in Canada? Yeah. yeah so So I went up to Toronto... Because you know I'm out of out of town guy every uh, weekend. We, we know that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Our listeners don't know that, but we know that. Twenty weekends plus per year. Yeah. Um. So so the 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 weird thing is like I'm out of town a lot, and I, I usually try to get beer wherever I go. And usually I know where to go. Like I know you know I'm going to Boston. Okay, I want to go to Trillium or I want to go to to whatever. There's a bunch of brews. I go to Chicago. I know I want to go to Half Acre. I want to go to Revolution and all that. But I, before we said, hey, let's go to Toronto, I had no idea what beer was in Canada. Because they don't, I've never seen a beer that's sold here. You you actually might have. I just figured out a brewery that's in Canada you might have seen here. Collective Arts, does that sound Collective familiar? Collective Arts. You, there's, there's, there's cans in stores here, like around us. It doesn't sound familiar to me. They're actually very good. They're in Hamilton, which is outside of Toronto. Anyway, um, Toronto is a cool city. Uh, it, it's like it's not an aggressive city. It's very friendly. Like we were out at like 11, 11 p.m. on a Thursday, and like there were just normal people around, just walking. You know? I mean, they're like notorious for like apologizing when you bump into them, yeah, right? Ooh, like sorry. everyone's super nice. Sorry. Well, there, there was sorry. A, that leads me to this video that I guess was released last week of people in Canada Air. I think is the airline. Okay. And it was a bunch of people in Canada on a plane as it was it landed and everybody was sitting in their seat until the, oh, the, nobody, until nobody got their, up. Yeah, it was their <laughs> turn to get out of their seat. They all waited in their yeah, seat to get up. And that like that is so Canada. You know, like here yeah. in America you're all like jostling so yeah, that you're, yeah, yeah. you're so trying you're to be at, the you, first you, one. Yeah. You cut ahead of one person and it's a yeah. win, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I, I did some research. The, the beer that we're having right now is from Bellwoods Brewery. They're kind of like the darling of craft beer in Canada, or at least Toronto. How many times are we going to say darling on this podcast? I don't know. Uh, we might do a record. Um, so, so they're they're excellent. It, generally, in in Toronto, from the breweries that I've been to, tap rooms are very small. Um, it, it's a big city, but it's not like a super crowded city or anything. So it's kind of interesting that that they're all really small. And they're not super IPA focused like a lot of American craft brewers. I don't want to go. Uh, but then they have these killer sours, and um, uh, this is. <laughs> we, uh, Ashley just walked in here. I told her she has to try this sour. Yeah. All right, we got something else we want to try tonight. What? We want to try this beer that Tim. Oh come on, that Jim. Tim. Oh no, that Tim's got that he said he would share with you. But before he told me he'd share it with you, he said he would share it with me. He's been going okay. on about this all night. Yeah. We're not opening it tonight. Damn it. Mm. We're sharing it. It's going to be a celebration of our engagement. Oh. Sorry. It's mm-hmm. a celebration, bitches. So He's got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> he is upset. <laughs> all right. So you guys like this beer? I, I 
fucking love this beer. I, I will tell you, Tim. I, there, there's a lot of sour beers like this. Like, the, like there's a lot of them, and not just from Bellwoods, but from a lot of other places. Um, uh, Bellwoods was one of the cool places that they did. They did like uh, mixed firm sour stuff, barrel aged, all that stuff. Um, it was awesome. I think Bellwoods would probably be one of my at least top ten favorite breweries, if not top five. I mean, they're really up there. All right, you sound like me, dude. <laughs> no, no, that was really good. The other ones in Toronto um, were were pretty decent. I, I wasn't like, oh my god, this is the best beer. You did go to a lot of breweries while you were gone. I saw your Instagram. Yeah. I feel like every twenty minutes you're at a new brewery. Yeah, yeah, I know. We 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 tried to we try to hit a few. Um, a lot, a lot of them weren't like. The, the beer the beer was was good at all of them uh nothing that like kind of like stuck with me that much though there was this one cool brewery it was called left field and it was all baseball themed nice wow, that was just a cool cool theme and then there's there's also blood 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 brothers uh, they they're also a, a pretty like pretty big in the craft scene but they're like extreme like like three Floyds? Yeah, I had like a, a spicy sour and like a fucking stout with, I don't know, some like weird nuts in it and stuff like that. Um, That's like tired hands, maybe. Mm. Just like insanely mm. bold flavors, <laughs> like almost like, yeah, like we get it. Like you're, you're doing craft beer hard. Yeah. Like, like it's cool. But So I think the name of this beer is extremely appropriate. Jelly King? It's yeah. called Jelly King. It tastes like. Like a jelly-filled donut. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the description at the at the Without tap the room, donut, it's a, it's a jam, no. like jammy. I think it tastes like a jelly donut. No, I don't get the donut part. I do. I just get the jelly. Like, I, it just it just blows you away with fruitiness, and it's it's like a full-bodied, sweet, sour beer. I, it's also, I don't get the donut, though. It, it's also dry hopped, and I've actually seen that quite a bit at the, some of the breweries I've been to in, in, in Toronto. Do they like do that dry, just to get the sweetness away? Like dry hopped stuff, like not IPAs, like dry hopped sour, dry mm. hopped saison, dry, you know, all that stuff. Well, I don't know if it's a thing or not. Why do they do that? What's the point? I mean, you don't taste any of that dry hop. I can't really you know? taste any of it either, but... Maybe they're just using a hop that complements the, the fruit. Perhaps, yeah. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know where they get the f- full body from, but... Uh, it's really, really good, though. It's really good. Yeah, thank you for bringing this. Yeah, I, I have a few more from Thanks. from Canada, not here, but I'd like to share them with you at oh, yeah, some yeah. point. Um, it reminds me of some of the uh, platform sours, that's like the slushy sours, like they're full bodied. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they're it's sweet. The, o- the overfruited, the sour, overfruited yeah. ones. Yeah. It's, it's what it reminds me of. But I would say it's it's better than those. And like, Putty, Putty, what do you think? Because you're I not think a sour fantastic. guy. No, I, I I I'm really not a sour guy, and I would I would totally drink that whole thing. Cool. I, I like. Right, well, I'm glad you like. I that, would guys. pour that and drink that all night. Yeah, that's, I liked it a lot, more than I expected. So putty. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. <clears throat> Let's hear it. <clears throat> so, um, a little bit of a backstory. Um, me, Tim, I work at in an office, and with <clears throat> animals. Animals is figurative is, animals, right? I, I Not think, real animals. I think animals is putting True. it lightly. Um, I work with some savages. Savage. I work with some savages. Some monsters. Um, Would you say monsters? I think savages is as equally as bad as monsters. Oh, I think. monsters could well, be like I mean, they're murderers. You know. I don't think you guys realize. Mm-hmm. You guys Maybe. work with. I mean, some educated people. Well, yeah, he, yeah. So you would think they'd be civilized. Job. It's a white collar job. But right? yeah, but I work with people with no education. 
But this oh, is, I, understand. I mean, but you would, you would imagine, at least in my small brain, I would imagine if you, if you, if you work with a lot of educated, smart people, they all went to college, they should know how to have some proper etiquette in the bathroom. You went to, you, you work with people that probably didn't even graduate high school. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so Putty, you, you work on cars essentially, right? Oh yeah, we're yeah, working in a body shop, a collision industry. So it's just re- wrenching on cars all wrench, day long. Yeah, wrenching on just people. You that, with the dudes, just wrenching, so, yes. hanging out. <laughs> yeah, those. I, I I think you're mistaken. I think the guys, the people that work with me, are completely different than the people that work with them. No, they are. They are. <laughs> however, however, that's a great point. But there is a unique. There's a bond between all yeah. human beings that are savages. Okay. <laughs> If you're a savage, right? I don't think do your education level or your social intelligence or whatever you want to call it uh, I, I, matters. But you would think you would, you would think, think you would that think, it would. You would absolutely think. Now, let me let me back up a second because if you haven't listened to an extensive number of podcasts of ours, uh, I work in an office and I have uh, uncovered, unearthed hmm. a phenomenon of bathroom etiquette. Where <clears throat> I don't really know how else to describe this other than say that people uh, uh, leave on the bathroom floor what looks like a, a joint, like a marijuana joint, covered in shit. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> now, marijuana cigarette. Yeah. But like, it's not obviously a joint, it's just rolled up toilet paper that has shit all over it. There's yeah. no reefer. But replace with shit, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, oh, that's that's shitty. Uh, so sometimes it's one end covered in shit. Sometimes it's two ends covered in shit. Sometimes it's the whole thing covered in shit. So when you say there's two ends, is there like brown on the tips and yes. it's white in the center? Yes. That's so weird. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So the question was always... It's like one side is inserted somewhere and then the other side is inserted somewhere. And that white spots where their fingers go, or something. <laughs> right. but 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 when we talk about joints, they're miniature. They're 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 only like one yeah. to two inches long. So I Tim, would say closer to one. So Tim is he's saying one to two inches, but his fingers are closer to like four inches apart <laughs> from each other. <laughs> so he, one has to wonder. How big? <laughs> yeah, right. He believes six uh, inches is. Right. You know? uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with it. That's awesome. I, I knew exactly where he was going with this. I knew exactly. But you motherfucker, you know I was doing one inch. <laughs> Leading the witness. Oh, man, that's great. Anyway, uh, they're, they're like one inch joints, okay? They're really, they're really small joints. Um, But I think another... Crucial point. What are you looking for? Anybody got any beer? Oh no, uh, no. Okay. no. Another crucial point to the, the oh, to are, the. Are poop. we not having any more beer? Are we, are we I got a bud. I, got, I mean, I got some crafties that I can open. Okay. Too. okay. Uh, another crucial point to the um, the poop joint saga is usually I would find these things not adjacent to the toilet. Okay. Right, there to be out. You're out, saying like by the, the urinal or like by the sink? Sometimes um, near the edge of the stall, like like right where the door meets the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, several times outside of the stall. Yeah, that's several times mind-boggling. right by the urinal. So do you and, think they're like grenade style throwing it over the stall wall? 
And like people well, they hate. Or? Well, <laughs> like, like, oh, Tim's in the bathroom. I'm gonna hit him with this fucking poop joint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rifle it over. Mom's away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to, I mean, so like these are all valid questions that I don't have the answers to. I just don't. Now, we talked about this on the podcast multiple times over the course of several months, and our uh, our loyal emailer putty pants here who is sitting on the couch in front of us yeah corroborated my story that and his workplace also has um i've had the same issue yeah yeah that was I mean, i've had the same issue though let's give him the floor let's hear the story yeah. <laughs> well my this story is this story heads back a lot farther than just a couple months this has been happening in my work for roughly two years uh so, it first started out, we had one bathroom in the shop. So, I work in a collision shop, a body shop, and fix cars. There's roughly about 20, 25 employees, and there's roughly 15 of us in the shop. Um, so, about two years ago, uh, they just started showing up in the, the new bathroom. Now, well, let me ask you this question. You say about two years ago, or yep. a year and a half ago. Yeah. Did this coincide with a new person working there? Yes, it did. Oh, <laughs> oh the pot thickens. Okay. And you said it was in a new bathroom. You just got a new. So we bathroom just rebuilt. There? Yeah, they rebuilt the entire one side of the shop. We got a brand new bathroom with the. We have a poop light. So a poop someone, light. Someone, someone's on the pooper. Oh, there's, there's, a, there's a red a, light. There's a red light that turns on the outside. No way. Yeah, so everyone knows should that. Been, oh, I, I love this. I I wish every bathroom had this. It's a poop light, but it should have been a brown light. I mean, yeah, yeah actually, yeah, that's, that's a great right. point. But I I do love the tech. It's that is yeah, awesome. We have a red so light. So when you're in there, it's on there for like 20 minutes. It's just on. It's just on <laughs> until you get off the toilet. It's on. Yeah, and my point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, th- th- my this. We got a new bathroom with a red light. So we just hired a new employee. Hang on, I'm going to pour this beer. So Tim says he doesn't have any more beer, and then he pulls out this really good. You just said he had fewer crafties. I just said that, dude. Maybe I missed it. Did I? Did my ears shut off? Yeah. yeah. Actually, really or quick. Your, can I just, your small brain. Before you go any further, I, wanna, I just want to mention what we're drinking. It is a collab between Boulevard and Modern Times. It's called Restless Nights. Oh, that sounds good. It's a bourbon coffee. barrel aged coffee porter oh, yeah. with bourbon barrel aged coffee beans. It's Ooh. it's really good. Awesome can, awesome artwork. Go ahead with your story. And they're two great breweries. Right. Well, I mean, I have a I mean, this Sorry. So this story it, it started probably like okay, roughly 2 years ago. So we have a new bathroom. Uh, we have brown rugs in the bathroom. Yeah. That's uh, actually another smart idea. <laughs> What so if shit gets on its camo, you don't see it. It's it's camouflage <laughs> yeah. poop. Yes. Well, we definitely saw them. Uh, well, you saw the joints, but you didn't see poop on them. Uh, it was a different shade. Yeah, more. You can see it. All right, yeah. so let's. What do these these poop joints that you are seeing? What do they look like? All right, so they they look like it looks like a a, a marijuana cigarette. So it looks like a joint. <laughs> it literally looks like a small mini joint. Will like, you show like a, me? A mouse can smoke it. Will you show? <laughs> <laughs> so will you show me with Snoop your mouse? with your thumb and forefinger? How long this joint is? About so he does about that big. He did about, actually show about one inch. That's the same size yeah. as no, I showed no, you, stupid no, ass. About a penis <laughs> length. Yeah. yeah, one inch. So these these random poop joints showed up. So it wasn't I wasn't the first one to recognize them. Actually, 
So I have another another one of my uh, body guys actually noticed them, and he brought them to my attention. Uh, and I was just floored that I was not the only one that noticed it. I just, you know, it's one of those things you just, you know, don't talk about it. But then we just started seeing them all over the place in that bathroom. I mean, there were like 60. Okay, so we have a we have a, uh, a urinal and we have a toilet. They were they were found by the urinal as so, well. That's exactly what I'm saying. Oh, that Just, doesn't make any sense. Disgusting. So I don't know what was going on. All right, so so this went on for a while. We kind of just took photos of them and kind of documented <laughs> what was going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah and we yeah. discussed it with people that we thought that were involved. Like, so our so we like we all discussed a theory uh, about like a hairy butthole maybe like yeah, someone had yeah. a really hairy butt so we kind of went around <laughs> so when they wipe it just rolls up yeah okay yeah, so no, we kinda, no that's it that's, flies off listen yeah. I, un- I actually really understand how that could happen i th- i think however how does it not go in the toilet right how does it so yeah are you standing up and wiping not in the stall <laughs> but well i don't understand <laughs> by the euro uh, yeah like how are they getting by the the pisser right it's I, you're the, asking questions I can't answer. You might know. I don't. <laughs> so we're finding these. All, so we start narrowing down people. Like I, we have a guy at work that I, I don't think his his shirt touches his body. He's so hairy. Like, oh really? He got oh, like yeah. an inch so, an inch around crazy. his body. Yeah, it's like yeah, it hovering. Yeah. That's got to be good for sweat though. Because think about it, if you were really sweaty, your Airflow. shirt wouldn't stick to your body. Yeah, yeah you know, right. it'd actually, be actually be up, it'd be puffed off your body. <laughs> yeah, but but you probably get no pit stains. You're I mean, also think about it. You're also a werewolf, so right. Yeah, right. A it's a trade-off, right? I mean, it, which do you prefer? It's tough to say. It's a toss-up. Anyway, it's a toss-up. So, okay. yeah, so the guy you <laughs> work <toss>. with. <laughs> so. <laughs> So then we we decided uh, my 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 boss decided to rebuild uh, the back of the shop, add another addition onto the shop for my department, uh, and that also included a bathroom, another so, bathroom so in the a, back. The third bathroom. This is going to be the third bathroom okay. in our shop, and it's and it's and it's I mean it's maybe thirty feet away from me. So now my guys and we have our own bathroom. There's only seven or eight of us. Okay. So, Three bathrooms between seven guys. That's a pretty good ratio. Well, no, no, no. There's there's like more guys up front. There's guys. In the, there's people in the office. So it's just, just three. Ba- it's divided. It's just because our we have a big shop. So it's just my team gets to go to the bathroom in this bathroom. So I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. We have our own bathroom. I don't got to worry about those poop joints anymore. So soon as it, soon as as soon as the bathroom opens up for business, I mean, we cut the ribbon on it right away. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so so. We all, you know, we all, you know, just start, just start blowing this bathroom up. In I'm imagining literally start, a rib in there, and they take these gigantic scissors. It was to, a, cut the, it was, to cut this rib, yeah, and then two minutes know. later, this bathroom is destroyed with just <laughs> shit joints. <laughs> like the first person to use it, they walk out. There's poop joints all over. It was caution tape, by the way. It wasn't a ribbon. It actually was caution tape. So you yeah. actually did have yeah, a ribbon cutting tape? Yeah, we did. Oh, my God. No tape. way. Oh, it was so just caution great. tape. Because my so boss great. didn't want anyone. So uh, someone <laughs> someone shit in the bathroom immediately, and my boss came back and started yelling at everyone because they clogged the toilet immediately. <laughs> so he put a First ca- user. He put caution tape up that no one was allowed to use this bathroom anymore. Uh, so, so we actually cut the ribbon when we got the plumbing figured out. Everything was all good to go. So we, so we started using the bathroom, and then I started noticing poop joints oh, in no. that bathroom. Oh no, you, you, 
It's somebody on your team. It's someone on my team. Oh, no. Yeah. So it, it could be you for all you know. It could be. What if it was? Is... Yeah, what if what if it was and he just didn't realize it was him? <laughs> I wouldn't tell you. I wouldn't either. So so I, uh, so we started finding these poop joints everywhere. I started photo documenting them. Obviously, I started emailing you them. Started showing yeah. you photos of yeah, what they we, are, we, what we they got, look we like. Got, we got at least one of those, yeah. So months go on, and, and, and I keep finding these things, and uh, I, I, I can't help to feel bad because the, the cleaning lady is the one vacuuming these things up. They're in our work vacuum at work. But uh, yeah. so the, the bag <laughs> of that vacuum just full of poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, the suspect that we had uh, went on vacation. This is maybe like two months ago, maybe. He went on vacation for a week, and all the poop joints disappeared. Oh my god! I think you just narrowed it down. That's the smoking you gotta, gun. You gotta get smoking, find a that's way. A smoking joint. You need to find a way to get rid of this savage from your company. Listen, I'm still getting there. I'm not gonna get rid of him. There's more to the story. Yeah. So okay. So we found out. All right. So we're all too shy to talk to. Not shy, I would say. But we, yeah, I feel bad. It's an uncomfortable. It's very topic, uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I didn't say anything. <sighs> It's hard to explain this 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 person. I mean, he he admitted to me that he eats his boogers. What? Oh, what? Is, is this yeah. person slow? Is that? No, wait, not, wait, wait, no he's wait, actually wait, a really wait, nice wait, guy. Wait, wait, wait. Is this the same person that worked with Tim and <laughs> the booger eater? <laughs> I mean, he, come on, the connections and, are and, and the uh, fingernail eater. He said he was an accountant. Oh my god! I'm oh, kidding. Oh my god! I'm not an accountant anyway, asshole. Well, no, no. But, but there's <laughs> accountants that work with you. I've never worked in accounting. Accounters can accounting can. Poop in the same bathroom as you, right? Yeah. Are you two it's not a segregated yeah. bathroom? Yeah. yeah but he just you said the guy bathroom? who works with me. No but accountants allowed. Yeah. <laughs> Beat it, accountant. <laughs> Everyone poops in the same bathroom. Data analyst only. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this guy goes on vacation, and he, all the poop joints disappear. So then we come back, or he comes back, and then they magically reappear. So everyone's too uncomfortable to talk to this guy about it. So literally, what was this last week I texted you? Yeah. So last week we're talking about just people just doing mis- mischievous stuff around the shop, and one of my guys out of nowhere says, "We can't figure out who the poop joint's coming from," and <laughs> this guy out of nowhere says, "Listen, the poop joints are for me." Next topic. And I'm, <laughs> what? He admitted? Oh my he just god, flat he out says it, and I'm like, "No way!" Oh my god, what? What? I'm like. We can't just graze past this, yeah. bud. Yeah, you and can't I, just I, like brush it under the rug. Yeah, and I was like, you know, I tell all my guys like, hold that thought, get back to work. I need to talk to this guy. So I step aside and I ask him like, hey man, what's going on, dude? I'm like, where are these coming from? And he says, he honestly, he said, I don't know what's going on. And I said, why are they all over the place? You He's say, like, walk me through your process. <laughs> well, I told one of my guys to follow in there and watch him how he wipes, <laughs> <laughs> but he refused to. Um, you need to take this. I did. I asked him. You need to do this yourself. I asked him how what happens. I said, "What?" I asked. He said that he thinks that he has a hairy butt, and he's pushing too hard. That's what he. That, that's what he told me. So wait, with so the toilet paper, toilet paper just he's flying pushing, out of his ass. Yeah, and, yeah. And he says he uses one pad to wipe, and he bitches at us for going. Uh, we're going through too much toilet paper. He uses one square. What, what, no what way. is he buying it? Yeah. What does he care? No. No, no, he's not. But I don't know why he's crying about us. Like, you know, I mean, I don't do the claw, but I do damn close. He uses one. He says square. he uses one square. I'm you telling. You can't even like cover your hand with one. But square. you would think a poop, he's getting a poop, poop on joint, his hands. Yeah, for a, sure. Absolutely, but a poop joint would 
I mean, at that point, that's just a quarter of a piece. At, the, at that point, yeah, right. Right? 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 You just take your hand and wipe at that point. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do a real bare hand. Yeah, I mean, you'd probably get cleaner than one square. Uh, I, don't, I mean, probably I don't. not, but yeah, I, I get your point, though. I don't know how he's wiping back to front or front to back. I need to get more information. How is it ending up not? It has to be front to back. But also, how is it ending up not near the toilet? That that's to me is that blows me away. Too. I don't one know. of the most dumbfounding well, things. Well, as he's walking, I wonder, is, I wonder, and is that one square that he uses to poop with or wipe with? Is that rolled up into that joint? I don't know. No, I don't think he. I don't think he rolls up a joint and shoves it up there. No, but if he wipes it so vigorously, it might actually roll up like a joint and he did admit to me he has folded once uh, folded times. the one square yeah, a couple times actually. into like a paper oh. football size. i'm not even kidding either i'll invite him out sometime you guys want to no, i don't I, do, I don't think i want you any can part shake of his hand no i don't want to meet him i definitely I don't, don't want to shake his hand yeah but i we desperately mari i'm speaking for marius and i'm speaking for tim we right. desperately need to follow up on this story we need you to dig into this one. You we need v- you to get dirt. Tape is you need to like, get you need to get deep and dirty right. on this story and find out the root of what is going on. The I team. I will the I team. I'll yeah. ask. The, I'll, the I'll, brown I team. I'll get nice. full details and I'll email you guys the full right. details. I'll email you the transcript. I think you need to come back on the podcast. I don't yeah, know. I think really? I think we need a, with your report. Yeah, we yeah. need an audio representation of this, not a text representation. You want me to record the kid? No, 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 no. You we we should voice. interview him. <laughs> I, he would. He'd be more happy to be interviewed, actually. And he'd be more this than willing to admit that we should I don't consider. want him in my house. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to touch trail him. He's going to leave poop joints in my bathroom, dude. I don't want him. Make sure he poops before he gets here. Yeah, right. But I'll ask. I'll, I'll get a full detail report, but, I mean, I have scratched the surface, and I'm getting to the bottom of it. So I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out what's bottom. going you on. Scratch the surface. Yeah. I'm t- yeah, getting to the bottom. I'm trying. I'll, I'll ask. A, I'll, I'll tell one of my guys to go and watch him wipe to make sure he's doing it correctly. Just do it yourself. And, uh, if you were, if you were the boss, you say you are. Right. You'd find you out for you're yourself. Right. Don't yeah. trust the word of one of your guys. You're right. Don't delegate these dudes. That's right. I'm just gonna leave the door open. Make him leave the door open. No. No, when you see him walking towards the bathroom, holding his butt, you will follow him. <laughs> follow holding him. his butt. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta go in there at that time, and and you gotta use the bathroom, blow your nose, whatever it might be. <laughs> just you know? stand. Just he stand wash there. your face off. It's a single bathroom. It's one yeah, door. You see him. You see him oh. standing by the urinal, wiping his ass. It's a single staller, <laughs> so you see, it's locked. You lock it behind you. It's a you. private bathroom with you, one. Oh, you yeah. do lock it. Okay. You lock yeah, so it he everything. can be doing anything he wants. I'm not, in there. I'm not condoning that you go in there. He can be cranking it out and pooping at the same time. I wouldn't condone that you at go in work. there with that. I thought it was like a full bathroom. I'm just gonna just name drop you and say you told me to do it. <laughs> I just said I'm not condoning that. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know. I I don't know. I'll find. I'll funny story. Well, yeah. Thank thank you for sharing. Inc- and, I mean, uh, incredible story. Look, was, looking forward to the follow up. Is I. I'll figure it. I'll, I'm sure I'll the listeners out. are looking forward to this follow yeah, up yeah, too. We, we and, need the report. Uh, uh, we we want to know exactly how this happens. And 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 I would I would beg, literally I will get on my knees and beg. For our listeners, if they have any similar stories, please email in. If you know what the hell, if the root cause of this 
poop joint is. Maybe it's a disease. So if it going, might be a disease. We well, need to find so, out. So, we're trying to shed light on this horrible disease. Yeah, so we're, Putty, we're, we're doing we're doing good work here. Putty's yeah. coworker admitted to doing it. If you know that you are leaving poop joints, email us and let us know why you think that you're leaving those yeah. and how it's happening. We will not reveal your yeah, you could identity. Be anonymous. You could even make up a fake email address and send it to us. Just let us know what, like how this is happening. So email us, Dan. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Oh, man. So if you're if you're leaving poop joints, though, would you shave your butthole to get rid of those? If the root cause yeah. is the if hair, if the root causes right. the hair, would you yes. be willing? to But I don't think the root causes the hair. I have a hairy butthole. I do too. I'll be I do too. It's really hairy. Do you guys get poop joints? No, hundred percent. No, I've, I've never seen a poop joint in person. Right. If I get poop joints, they're in the toilet. Right, they fall in when you wipe. Right. Yeah. I sit on the toilet and wipe my ass, right? Like a normal person. Like you kind of lift one cheek and yeah. li- and, and go underneath. You yeah. lift one cheek. You don't like kind of squat up a little bit. No, no, I don't. I, I lift oh, one yeah. cheek. I, 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 squat I, lift, up. I lift one cheek. I lift both. I go like this and then I wipe. Wait, that you go like between your legs. That's, that's more effort. Buddy. I got yeah, some dude. killer quads. Dude. Wait, do you? Do you <laughs> oh, no, serious question here. Do you, do you put your hand between your legs and go forward? No, no, he he does the same. No, no he does the same way we Side. do. But he lifts both legs. I got some killer quads, dude. <laughs> Are those quads serving twenty five to life? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! That's how we began the podcast, and that's how we end the podcast. Oh, Thank awesome. you for listening. We are dudes from Brews. We're the Brewley Boys, and. Uh, Putty Pants, thanks for joining us. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks, buddy. I'll have a follow-up. I'll watch him Detailed poop. report, please. <laughs> yeah, All right. Detailed. I'll watch him poop. All right. Watch him poop. Don't worry. Till next time. Thank you. Later. Bye. See you.